Welcome to the Skin Intellectual Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Simpson, founder of Amethyst Skincare and chief beauty inspirationist at a new company called Skinfluensive. On this show, we talk with leaders in beauty, including everyone from founders, influencers, investors, beauty editors, and retail buyers. We take a deep dive into all of their stories, their lessons learned, and their wisdom for growth in an industry that is always ever evolving. Don't forget to subscribe and join us each week as we learn and grow together. And if you really love the show, don't forget to leave us a review as it helps us reach more people. This episode is brought to you by Skinfluensive, a company that invests in beauty, lifestyle, and wellness influencers, helping maximize their hashtag return on influence, and Amethyst Skincare, a brand created to meet the modern needs of skin in response to environmental, lifestyle, and climate change. To learn more, visit our websites or follow us on social, all in the show notes. Hi everyone, Nicole Simpson here. Welcome back to another episode of the Skin Intellectual Podcast. Today, we are so excited to welcome a woman who I am just so excited is going to be on the podcast today. Her name is Nina Arce. Trust me, it's taken me 15 different times to pronounce her last name properly. You'll hear it in the podcast. But Nina is a makeup artist and social media influencer. And she joins our podcast today to speak with us about what it really takes to build your social media audience and what it takes to be a brand working with influencers and just sharing some insights on what that looks like as well as what's up and coming next for her. So please join me in welcoming Nina to the podcast. We really hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Skin Intellectual Podcast. Today, we have somebody on our podcast who I just fell in love with from the moment that I met her. Her name is Nina. Nina, I can't pretend to pronounce your right or your last name properly. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever gets it right. It's Arce. It's Arce. from Spain, it's Arce because uh-huh. it's Spanish. Um, but okay. for the English, yeah, Arce. For the Americans that don't know yeah. how to <laughs> pronounce your name. So I'm just like, is it Archie? Is it Archie? Arce? Arce? Like, like, Arce? 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 <laughs> I won't say no. that because that sounds like the Irish way to call someone an ass. So I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but, but, so this is Nina Arce. And um, she is someone who I just really admire and really wanted to come on the podcast today because she you know, is just such an amazing woman and can share a lot of insights with us. So um, she is a makeup artist, a mother, and she's got a big voice in the world of skincare and makeup. So Nina, why don't you go ahead and tell the world a little bit about you? Well, thank you for that intro. Um, My name is Nina. I've been doing makeup for this year makes 17 years, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I always like loved art and I just like kind of fell into being a makeup artist from my mom and, um, I don't know, I've just been loving it ever since. So was your mom an artist? My mom's an artist. My grandma's an artist. It kind of just runs in our family. Wow. Not a makeup artist, they're like artists. And, um, and it was my mom's idea. She was like, you should be a makeup artist. And I was like, (laughs) that's not a job. I literally was like, that's (laughs) not a career. This was like before YouTube, before Instagram, before anything was like, you know, really? I feel like Instagram and YouTube really made being a makeup artist like a cool career. I like thought it was like working at Macy's behind a counter and I was like, I don't want to do that. No. But 
it's not. It's very far from that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I live in Miami and I lived in LA for five years doing it. And I just recently moved back to Miami. How was that transition and, um, for you? Hard. Yeah, it it's very, different. Very hard, very different. Yeah, it's a different um, world. It's a different world. Also because I'm a mom now, so I have a two-year-old. And so doing like how I do my career, like I'm, I'm normally like always on sets for long hours and always taking last minute jobs and stuff like that. That's how I worked in LA. And now having a kid, it's just so different working for myself and having these interesting hours. So I find it challenging to balance, but fun still. So that's actually one of the reasons I really wanted you here on the podcast, because you are a mom of a two-year-old and that is something that you share with me and also with Candace. Like we've all got you know, very young children and we're all businesswomen. We all have work that we do. And one of the things that we like to talk about is just balance. So how do you find yours? I don't know if I've mastered it. Like I'm very far from mastering it, but I find that I have to give myself time. Like if I don't give myself time, I have, I feel like I have nothing to give my daughter or my career. So like in the morning, I like to work out. I like to work on myself, my body, my mind, listen to YouTubes or whatever it is to get me going for the day. And I kind of end my day the same way. So as far as like balancing my daughter, my career, I don't know how I do it. Like I, I don't really, I just make it happen. I know I have to like be a good mom, but that's really honestly my number one priority. And then I got to make money. So well, yeah. It's- challenging (laughs) you have to do that yeah but I have a lot of help like I have a lot of family help that's why I moved back here to Florida in California I didn't have family so I wouldn't have really been able to do it how I do it here so I'm very thankful for family that helps me it's the same situation I think and having that support network it really does Mm -hmm. take a village to be a mom especially if you're going to continue your business efforts and you're, you're working or wherever you're finding yourself in your life, you know, if you're not completely full, if you don't have a full cup, you can't pour Mm -hmm. from an empty cup. So you have to make that time. So tell the audience a little bit about you. So you're very prominent on Instagram and your pictures are beautiful. You guys can't see her, but let me tell you, you'll go to, (laughs) you'll go to her Instagram and you'll see that she's stunning. By the way, she's beautiful. So much. But she, she creates these beautiful makeup looks for a lot of people. And, um, you know, she has a prominent following because people just really resonate with what she does. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? So I, okay, well, first of all, I started my Instagram. I didn't really want to like be an influencer. I didn't even really want to post myself. I just started it because I wanted to post my work and get more jobs. And it wasn't until I like moved to LA and I started working with Leanne V, who's my best friend. She was like, let me take a picture of you. You're cute. Like you should post yourself. And I was like, no. And she was like, yeah. And I did. And she like kind of just got me into like the whole social media side of what I do. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting. So that wasn't my goal, but that's kind of like what happened. Yeah. My purple hair helps. It's like, you know, <laughs> well, I had pink hair back then. I I had pink hair for like seven years and now it's purple. So I always have it like looks awesome. hair. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then what was part two of that question? I feel like it was a part two. Oh yeah. I'm trying to remember. Oh, 
That's called Mumbridge. It was like a two-parter. <laughs> was it a two-part question? Yeah. So it was just like more, I really want the audience to understand just like that you have a beautiful voice and you have an impact for women. So you're a makeup artist and people really do love what you do and, and they follow you because you do good work. But it's also like when you do makeup on a woman, it's like you're almost, you're changing her life for the day, right? For sure. So kind of like my thing is like, yes, I do makeup, but like, I really love connecting with people. I love connecting with women. And Mm -hmm. it's literally like an hour therapy session. Like you're sitting in my chair and like, I'm talking to you. I'm asking about your day. I'm asking what you're going through, what you this. So it's like, it's therapy and makeup basically when you're with me. So I find it really important. Like I love networking and I love like connecting with people. So that to me, like people ask me a lot, like, oh, is your passion makeup? Is your passion? Like, I love makeup. I love doing makeup. But like, for me, it's really like the connection with people, right? Inspiring people, leaving people better off than they were before me, both physically and, you know, mentally. So that's kind of always been my thing. And it's crazy because I become friends with like 95% of my clients just because of the way <laughs> I, don't I like doubt interact it. with them. Yes. And like, yes. I just like want to be people's friends and I want to inspire people and want to be people. So that's kind of like my thing. So do you think that's your secret for building influence? It could be like, it could be. <laughs> it, I'm, I don't want to like sound, I don't, I'm very friendly. So like, I, I love to make friends. I love to be friends with people. And that's just kind of, it comes natural to me, but I think it's really important like to network and to water your relationships. I think, um, you know, you can meet anybody, but you have to like water relationships. You have to stay in touch with people. You have to like, you know, check on people. How are you doing? How's your day? Like make people smile. It's like really important to like, to have those things. Right. Really. So. No, I think, I mean, those things are tangible to me. When I look at your social, you see that. And and she really is like, I've, I've now had the opportunity to meet with Nina many times and this is very true to who she is. And I think watering relationships is so important in our industry, especially like in the beauty world, because it can get superficial very fast as much Mm -hmm. as we don't want it to be because behind beauty, there's always that premise of like women empowering women, women supporting women, like, you know, let's help the environment. Let's help charity. Let's do this. But it can, I mean, we do toe the line between superficiality and not. And so I think, yeah, you know, that's something that's really important to me. So one of the things we also talk about often on the podcast is sustainability in Mm -hmm. beauty and with makeup, you know, makeup is very, I don't want to say it's controversial topic, but it's a topic because (laughs) you're always using like, you're using lots of little pieces of packaging. Like there's, there's so many consumables that you go through. So I really wanted to take the time and just to grab your opinion on like what sustainability and makeup means to you and what you would like to see change so that you could feel better about sustainability. I think that it's really important for us, for everyone, no matter what career you're in, like we have to take care of our world. Like this is where we live and we are destroying it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. And yeah, in the beauty industry, like all of the plastic, all of the containers, all of the, those things are just so bad for the world. And if we can get better at using recyclable things, even like refill things. Um, I know Mac has been for a very long time. You bring in your empty palettes and like six of them, you get a free lipstick. 
that it literally encouraged you, encourages you to recycle. And I mm-hmm. think that I love that they've been doing it for so long. And I, I actually wish more companies did that or offered some type of like refill, ref, you know, like soaps, there's soaps now that offer like you just buy the container once and then you sometimes somehow they give you a refill. Like a refillable. Yes. Yes. I think that's really cool. Um, even, and I hate to knock these companies cause I love getting PR packages, but like some of these PR packages, I'm just like, there's so much plastic. There's so much waste. There's just so much unnecessary things that are not good uh, for <laughs> plastic and bubbles and shipping. It's we talk about great. this all the time when we do press mailers, we're just like, we want to minimize that because you yeah. get it. You throw it straight to the trash. Go straight in the cr- Like, yeah, it's cool for a little video, but like, I feel like in the beauty industry, we could get better at using different products. Like even I saw one company using like bamboo, like bamboo looks cool. Like that's a very cool product and it's, it's not going to hurt our world. So I just, I wish that companies would get, and I think they're on it. I think a lot of companies are are becoming more aware of the harm that all of these containers and plastics do, but it's also it's not just in like the plastic, the, um, the containers, it's also in like how they manufacture, you yes. know, like in like, even the way that they're making the products, like we can get better at that. I agree um, with you. What is like the one thing you would like to see? So would you want to see companies when they're manufacturing shift to like waterless production or like what, what improvements would you love um, to see? I would love to see like more, I know it's so expensive, but like glass, like if we can just use more glass instead of plastic, I feel like less plastic or a recycled plastic or Mm. somehow, you know, figuring out how to reuse instead of like throwing out and like using new, like virgin plastic, if that makes sense. Got it. Yeah. No more Um, plastics. I think yeah. there's a huge movement coming that, you know, all these companies, basically in five years, if the company is not completely sustainable, like they're not going to be able to exist. Right. I agree. Yeah. And I, I think it's for the better, you know, we have to take care of our planet. So, so what are some of your favorite makeup brands? Oh my goodness. I'm <laughs> such a funny makeup artist. Cause like, I'm like, like there's like beauty influencers that are like, you know, sponsored by different companies and blah, blah, but I'm like, I'm the artist that uses like every single type of everything. I like my kit is filled with so many different brands um, and random products. Like I just love, I don't, I don't even know if I love, have like a favorite company I use for lips. And this is not even like a big company for all for me, the best lipsticks and they're like long lasting. What's it called? Like stains for all, for For all, all? for all, like for for all. No, oh. I'll have to send it to you. <laughs> I'll put it in Oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, and what I love about them is that they give um, a percentage of the proceeds to helping women, like uh, battered women or women that um, are abused, I think. So it's like, mm-hmm. it, it's a good cause. So I really, really love that brand. I don't know, I use so many different brands. I don't, I don't really have a favorite. That's okay. I think we can head to your Instagram page and find all of your yes. loves. <laughs> By look. <laughs> yes. Like dollar Lash bags. Club. Mm-hmm. I love their mm-hmm. lashes. Mink lashes yes. for like dollar. Dollar Lash Club. Their lashes are amazing. That Those are actually like the only lashes I use. Wow. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. All right. They're beautiful. So 
how important is skincare to you as a makeup artist? Okay, so <laughs> when I first started doing makeup, I honestly did not take skincare serious. And I wish that I did when I was younger because I mean, it's, it's truly so important. You think about it. Like if you don't have a good canvas, your makeup is going to look crazy. There's so many people that I see that I, it doesn't matter how much beautiful makeup I put on. Like if they have bad skin, if they, um, aren't taking care of their skin, it doesn't look as good. So you have to have a good foundation for makeup and it's really important to take care of your skin. I used to like sleep in my makeup. I was like, Oh girl, no, you can't tell the esthetician that. (laughs) I know, but I'm not fly about it. Like I Mm. did it. I was horrible. I was like, but I was, I was blessed with good skin. Like in my family, we all have good skin, but I wish I didn't take advantage of that because now I'm getting older. I'm in my thirties now and I'm, you don't look it at all. You really don't. You. you really don't. I'm like, I, I'm watching you talk and I'm just like, she's 24, 23. I'm very serious. I'm not just saying that. Like you look oh, very young. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 24 in two weeks. Wow. Well, you're yeah. doing great. Thank you're doing you. Great. Um, thank you. Skincare is so important because it does set the foundation. And I think, um, you know, skincare probably in terms of an industry, like I think they can teach some of the makeup companies a few things. They're, they're really doing a good job. And what you're starting to see like from skincare companies are like glass bottles um, yes. and, and like uh, user pathways. So like from purchase to end use, like how it can be recycled for you. Like you can go yes. to Credo Beauty in LA, you can go to Target locations, you can even go to Nordstrom and Ulta now and start to like effectively recycle your plastic so that it does not go to landfill or doesn't go to the ocean. So yeah, I would love to see like what, what you mentioned before with Mac, like, you know, bring this back and we'll hook you up. I would love to see more yes. makeup companies just make it easy. Yes. Cause you know, for me, if I have to drive all the way to the mall and go to Mac, mm-hmm. like those mm-hmm. bottles are just sitting in my purse until I get there, especially having kids. I'm like, when do I ever get to a mall? But exactly. <laughs> like if I can <laughs> drop it at Target when I'm buying diapers, like easily done. So I think, yeah. you know, these movements are out there. So you are somebody who has just like really done so well for yourself with your career. You know, you've got some interesting things on the horizon. Mm -hmm. I think if you, if you want to tease about them, you can, if you don't, you don't have to, but I think if you'd like to, we'd love to hear it. There's like a few things going on that I haven't really announced, but I'm excited about. I'll do a little teaser because I talked about it yesterday on my story. Mm -hmm. I do think I'm start doing makeup classes. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I want in. I know. I, I can't believe I just like announced that I literally was like, it's, <laughs> you're like the first, first time I'm announcing it. Oh but my yeah, gosh. I'm doing makeup classes. I'm really excited about it. I, I'm, I'm currently debating if I'm going to do just in person or a virtual. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm still deciding, but it's a very fresh idea, but I did decide that I'm going to be doing it. So it's exciting. Oh my gosh. So I'm thinking of what's his face, Mario. Something like this? Yes. Okay. You're going to kill it. Mm -hmm. You're going to kill it. You're going to kill it. Yes. I want to be your first student. I'll come. I'll drive to you. Wherever you are. That would be amazing. You have to come to my first class for sure. Okay. Okay. That'd be amazing. 
Oh my God, that's exciting. So (laughs) I think um, if if there's any wisdom out there, so our audience, as you know, is a lot of brand founders, skincare brand founders, um, Mm -hmm. those in the beauty industry who care about sustainability and also uh, a lot of media and influencers. And so if there's any advice you have to give to anyone just about like the importance of balancing your life with business or, you know, building influence or any of the things that we talked about today, what would it be? It would be for sure to make sure you give time for yourself, make sure you love yourself. Self-love is like so important mentally, physically, you really have to like feed your soul. I, I learned that like, you have to like put good things in so you can get good things out. So important. Like listen to the YouTube driving in the car, five minutes, 10 minutes, anything to like feed yourself so that you can be the best version of yourself. I mean, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be kind of, stay true one. to yourself. Stay true to yourself. Like I know the beauty industry, it's, it's a rough industry and people can be cruel. People can be mean. People can want you to look this way or that way, but like stay true to who you are and love yourself. Be kind to yourself. I think this is excellent advice and we thank you for it. We thank you for coming on to the podcast and congratulate you on your new endeavors. And we look forward to having you back. For sure. I would love to. It's fun. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure if you enjoyed yourself to leave us a review and subscribe so that you are the first to get all future episodes. Don't forget to check the show notes too for follow information. And sometimes you might get lucky with cool promo codes from our sponsors and from our guests. So if you don't want to miss an episode, you can also be sure to follow me on Instagram at Nicole No Skin. This show is produced by Skinfluenza and Amethyst Skincare. If you're an influencer looking to take your influence to the next level, schedule a consultation with us at skinfluenza.com. We love meeting new people and can't wait to meet you there.